Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva, and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, good evening, sweet pleasure seekers. Guess where you are? You're on the Pleasure Zone. You found your way. You found your way to the Pleasure Ways, to the Pleasure Day, Pleasure Hour. Wouldn't it be cool if your whole life was just like pleasure nonstop, 24 hours a day? But like I have 230 episodes, so you could have that for almost 10 days straight. If you listen to my shows nonstop the next 10 days, you could have uh, access to pleasure for, yeah, that long. Maybe it's almost 240 episodes. Don't even know anymore. Stop counting after 200. I'll start counting again at 300. That's what I'm going to do. So today, um, I'm gonna ha- I have an unofficial official guest on, which is very cool. I've invited a bunch of dads to come on and talk about um, what they're, uh, about sex and like different things that occurred for them after becoming dads. And every one of them got a little too chicken to join, except for my friend Brian, who's got the balls to show up. So yay, Brian, you still have your balls and you're showing up and I'm so proud of you. And I haven't seen Brian in like a few years. So this is kind of fun because I also haven't got to talk to Brian in a few years. So it's kind of fun that like we're reconnecting kind of live over uh, radio. Why not, right? Why? How else do you connect with your friends over radio talking about sex? That's my life. Actually, in a few weeks, I'm going to be reconnecting with another friend of mine over the or over the airway. Is um, Natalie Krishna, who has been a guest on this show too. She'll be on in July celebrating one of my five-year episodes. I'm pretty stoked about that. So it's kind of crazy to think that I'm coming up to five years in only two weeks, two more episodes to go to the five-year anniversary. So yay, crazy. So tonight's episode, we uh, the title is, Can a Dad Get Some Sex Around Here? And that's how you say it. You say it with a little attitude. Can a dad get some sex around here, like, already? Like, what? And my questions are, like, you know, for the dads out there, if you've just become a dad, are you wondering, like, what happened to the sex? Like, where did it go? That wonderful portal of love that you used to have fun with, that you used to enter in your world was bliss, and now that portal of love gave birth to a child, and that portal of love is, like, disappeared. You can't even find a map to it. You don't even know where it is, and you don't even know, like, your favorite slip and slide disappeared, and you're, like, confused. I get it. I get it, guys. Like, what happened? What happened to the sex? And I also wondered if you are also a dad, and maybe you've been a dad for a while, and you're hoping, you're kind of praying, you got your fingers crossed, maybe even have your testicles crossed, hoping that sex is coming back. And I hope for you that it is, too, somewhere, somehow. Uh, And I also wonder, like, if you've been a dad and you've got, like, 20-year-olds and you literally haven't had sex in decades and you're wondering what's the point of being alive if there's no sex, right? Like, what's the point? I might as well die. So there's lots of issues that dads face, and we haven't really addressed a lot of those. We address a lot of – we addressed mom's issues during Mother's Week, and we've addressed um, issues with all kinds of things, but we haven't talked to some dads about their – 
what's going on with dads, right? So my friend Brian is also, he is many things. And one of the things that he does is that he trains people. He's a, he's like a coach for like physical health. But I'll let you, I'll let, actually let him explain um, more of his background and his life to you. So I want to welcome you, Brian. And how are you? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me awesome. on the show. It is kind of funny that we're catching up this way after <laughs> so many years, but uh, why not, right? Well, Let's just do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, Brian, since I've seen you last, you've um, got the new name of, it's not new for you, but it's the way that you are showing up in the world, Domestic Athlete. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and how you show up in the world? Yes. Um, back in uh, 2016, I uh, I left a corporate-type job, and um, I started a new business called Domestic Athlete. And uh, I tell people, don't let the word athlete scare you, because I'm actually referring to moms and dads and, and regular professionals we see around the world um, taking on their lives as a sport. So that's where the idea of domestic athlete came from, and specifically... Interestingly enough, with the topic we're talking about is, you know, um, parents as well. And, and how do we keep our health and everything and our energy and our power up to be able to do the things we need to do and, and feel vital and, and strong and be able to, to have a fulfilling life as well. So that, that was the original inspiration to, to, that, uh, to, to the launch of that business. I also do um, I do traditional strength and conditioning work with clients, uh, as well as lifestyle design coaching, and I'm also a Reiki master as well. So I blend energy medicine with what I do, which also brings out a lot of interesting stuff in the coaching sessions. So that's that's what I've been up to for the last uh, several years, I love and that. it's come together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. It's playing in yeah. the energy arts, which is really fun because when I first met Brian. I'm not sure if you had actually done much like energy stuff up until then, but I was invited to work with this group of really cool guys. And um, there I was sitting in this room of like super athletes, in my opinion, because I don't do athletics of any kind. I'm like, I'm with these super athletes and I'm trying to explain energy to these guys, which was pretty cool and awesome. You guys were so open to it. And, of, and, it, and I love each and every one of you to this day. So I think it's very cool that we all introduced uh, so randomly, it was like so <laughs> wild. <laughs> so, I do. I remember so, that that uh, that day too. Yeah. It was actually, you know, very. You were a very significant uh, part of 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 my development in going in this direction as well. You know, we've done some work together and everything, and and have acquired some some tools through practice that that just totally complements um, what I do now. So thank you for your expertise and your awesomeness. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. So I'm I'm like so excited to talk about um, dads and sex because I like sex and I like dads. Okay. <laughs> I'm funny that way. I like I like men's bodies. I'm funny. <laughs> but one of the things um, that I notice, and I'm wondering what you're noticing too, with yeah. with um, some of your clientele that are coming in, Brian. Like, do you have? Do you find that? Um, do you have dads complaining about like? That they, maybe they have high libido and their wives have low libido. Like, what are some of the major complaints you're noticing with, you know, parents? Um, we can stick it with parents for now, but particularly with dads, around yeah. what is going on in their lives after a kid shows up. Yeah. Um, what's interesting and 
in a man's world as well is um, we don't share much. So um, stuff does come out sometimes uh, if the topic finds its way way in there. Um, and uh, quite often, uh, you know, we assume that everyone else has it all together and it's just us with the issue. And quite often there's a lot of common things that are going on. Um, but I, you know, when I think about it, a lot of the time I've had, I've had men come to me too. And, and one of the things on their, like the top three list is, um, they want to improve their sex drive and they want to have more energy for that and stuff. So, um, and those are things that are actually actionable. Like you can actually, mm-hmm. you know, train and develop and get healthier and, and, and also improve, work on, you know, things that are stressing you out that just don't allow you to relax and, 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 and be the, be the, be the man you were when you first met your wife or your significant other, right? Um, and after yeah. kids, man, it's like, uh, all of a sudden any priorities you had <laughs> got, got trumped by, this crying baby or, or whatever it is, the task is that you have to do and you're just putting out fires and stuff. It's affecting your sleep. Um, I found for the first three, six months, I might as well have slept with my eyes open and you know, just <laughs> waiting for something to pop up on the baby monitor or whatever, which is just totally affecting your ability to recover and, and, and your alertness and you're just kind of walking around like zombies. One time I left the house I was up early and I left the house and I got into my car and I realized when I got in my car, I was still holding one of the diapers in my hand. <laughs> you know, like you're so out of it. Like you're completely like zombie, right? So I guess that doesn't lend well to to having like, you know, you know, the gourmet sex you might have been having <laughs> in the beginning, right? So it, it's amazing how quickly that happens when, especially when it's the first, the first child, when the first one comes in, it's so different, right? And and both parents will do anything for the the safety and the security of that of that child too, right? So um, it, it makes sense. Um, but sometimes it doesn't. Kind of, you know, it's hard to get back what it, whatever it was before, right? And because um, uh, quite often it takes time for the the child to get to become a, a, a bigger boy or girl where they don't need you as much. And then it's like, okay, what what has been going? What have we been missing in the last eight or nine years that we got to get back to? You know, so finding that, oh, that group back is, is oh right, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, those are some of the things I found I've noticed, and even some some men even into you know after their kids are are grown too. Like sometimes you it's you hear about them trying to get reconnected in a, in a completely different way in their marriage, right? So. That's a whole other thing as well. So, um, yeah, some interesting things have, have come up occasionally um, as topics come up when we talk about, you know, what is, the, what is the impact of you achieving your fitness or health goals? And one of those things is, is improving sex drive and feeling, feeling the way you felt before you had kids. Yeah, feeling like a sexual beast, right? When your wife is like, don't bring that thing near me because I don't want to give birth again, (laughs) your chances of getting any action are pretty low. And then, like you were saying, like being awake all the time, that like adrenaline overload and your body is in constant fight or flight mode, all your body can function on then is survival. 
but for men, a lot of survival for um, for the future depends on them procreating and having sex. So, yeah. and for women, it depends on nurturing and looking after things and looking after the home. So, like our values and our perspectives get totally skewed, right? Like guys are like, we've got to procreate more. We're going to die yeah. more babies. And <laughs> women are like, we're going to die. Look after the home. Yeah, totally. pretty confusing times, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 like, so significant too that you brought that up because there are two very distinct. I don't know if it's maybe roles or perspectives that are that are being misunderstood or, or are kind of like, you know, like it's I find that quite often the, the moms and, and the women that I work with are constantly expanding themselves and, and giving and giving and giving and, and nothing's filling their bucket. So they they're coming to see me. And in that hour, they're they're being allowed the opportunity to to have something for themselves. Right. Um, guilt free, right? And and I you know I do my best to help them and charge them up, and then hopefully they're going back out and applying some of this stuff so they can continue to keep building their power back. I'm constantly having conversations with men and women about this, about getting your power back, right? Yeah. Um, I think of like those video games, like those fighting video games where you can see where you're getting hit in the face, and there's that little meter at the bottom, and it's yeah, and it's yeah, totally. And you got to recharge. It's, like yeah, people are walking around with that small, the new like, little square, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you're expected to perform, you know, like Don Juan in the bedroom, right, with without the power and stuff. So I look at that with with uh, with the clients as well, as far as what is stealing your power, what is what is most significantly stealing your power in your lifestyle right now. So let's take a look at it over the next week and and see what you notice. And I found in a week, like just by finding one thing, and it's something really like that you wouldn't even think. It's like like one client we we found that um, it was just the way he was managing his his tasks at work was burning him out. All he needed to do was. Mm-hmm reorganize how he was functioning at work so when he came home he was still alert like he wasn't overwhelmed and burnt out and just totally flat right so it's like you just find things when you start paying closer attention right and it's so true that men and women are, are kind of seeing it from a different perspective and, and often misunderstanding right and if the communication's not there and the energy's not there and you know it can get it can kind of escalate into like a long-term sort of struggle, right? It comes the elephant in the room, right? Totally. It gets pretty bleak. And I've, I've have friends who have been like not having sex with their partners for years or, um, after having kids, they look at their partner and they're like, I, I don't like this person. I'm not attracted to them anymore. And I'm like, wow, what is that? It's such an interesting phenomenon that yeah. whatever it is, those hormones that just had you, so pheromones that had you so attracted that you absolutely had to procreate with this person, then has you absolutely repelled by them. And it can be so instantaneous, yeah. like the baby comes out and all of a sudden, like the death glares of you need to die are coming out. Yeah. Like, well, where is this coming from? <laughs> and I look at like a lot of dads who show up and they're like, they don't even know what they've done. They, they're just standing there going, I, I just, I don't even know what I did. And she just hates me. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And there's, and the, but the, there's so much from the women's perspective of like the pressures that they put on themselves that aren't even realistic about, you know, trying to be like the perfect mom in the society. And one of my favorite things to do is to be the worst possible parent of all time. 
So I walk around with, I wonder how much fun I could have today being the worst parent I could possibly be. So my kid doesn't have like a curfew today. My kid doesn't have to go to bed. She doesn't have to eat anything that I tell her to. Um, Although we don't actually have a tell you to eat anything in this house. It's a follow your body kind of thing. But I go extreme, right? It's like, let's be as ridiculous as possible so that I can get out of my system all the feelings of like being a horrible, terrible, awful, bad parent. And and it's yeah. kind of a fun, for me, it's like a fun play to do. Um, but I think so many parents have so many judgments about like, well, if I'm not the perfect parent, we got to keep alert because we could kill this baby. <laughs> like there's so many yeah. things um, that they're just so concerned that they're not being good enough. And then, then sex gets in the game and they're like, well, I can't even perform. I don't even have feelings. In fact, I kind of loathe you. So, like, what am I supposed to do? And so on top of yeah. thinking they're a bad parent, now they think they're a bad spouse. And and this yeah. compounds, right? And it, So it's really like, what um, are some simple tools? Like, I'm wondering, like, what are some simple tools? Like, for me, it's like being the worst parent every day, which is so fun. But um, there might be some tools you're aware of too, right? Like, what would you, What what is a tool you um, would play with to kind of get your brain out of um, that mode of feeling like, oh, I've I've got to do this and I've got mm, like the the stress and pressures of trying to outperform yourself, and that's kind of your job yeah. is like bettering yourself constantly, training to like be better than you are. So how do you take the pressure off when that's um, that's part of what you do? Yeah, um, I think. Um it comes back to the power again. Like I found um, even just recently, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, personal development work, um, both in the relationship front and professional front. And um, imagine what it's like. You're, you're, you're a coach and, and intuitive as well. Like imagine taking in information from five different like coaches all at the same time, right? Like you just get bombarded by a fire hose of information and there's no space to execute there's no space to take action so um, i find sometimes we get information overload and we don't know where to start and um, sometimes taking a step back allows us to 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 choose okay what i used to i I started doing this almost a year ago now with just running my own business because when you run your own business there's so much to be considering and then you have a free hour, and I'll be like, okay, Brian, like out loud to myself, I say, okay, Brian, what <laughs> is the priority right now? <laughs> and then it's yeah. funny, the answer you get back. The answer one time was, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, like it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't work, do your bookkeeping. It wasn't um, post that thing on Instagram. It was, you're hungry, Brian. You need to eat something. You haven't ate seven hours, (laughs) right? And then after that, take a nap (laughs) and then see what you feel alert to doing, right? I think people need to practice ways of slowing things down, right? Um, What I do with men uh, a lot of the time is um, I I talk about, and this isn't my thing. I learned this from other, other professionals as well, is we do really well with transition time. So yeah. transitioning from being the, the manager, CEO, business owner, whatever it is that you do to make a living, transitioning from that man to the husband, the father, you know, stepping into the home. So um, figuring out ways to, to optimize your commute so that you can make the transition on the way home or taking a walk, a quick walk before you step into the house, like just getting your head 
sort of sort it out before you step in so you can hold your child or, or change. Like, cause I found when I have an unfinished task, that's a work related task and I step into the house, I am completely checked out for the rest of the night if I don't do something about it. That's mm-hmm. something I noticed. Absolutely. So that's, that's a big thing because that's sucking power like crazy, right? Um, I found the same thing with, with, um, with some of the moms, I, I find it's the same thing where just constantly, they're so good at adapting to multiple things going on at one time, but it just seems to never stop. So finding a way to get your power back, you know, um, slowing things down. I have some, some ladies I know that uh, just like to be in nature before they mm-hmm. go back home, right? That sort of thing. It, sure. I find nature is a huge part of it, like just getting back, breathing the air, fresh air, your bare feet in the grass, that sort of stuff, grounding yourself is a, is a massive part of, of, of transitioning it and, and, and getting still and calm again. So you can start receiving more and, and, and applying yourself in whatever next direction you want to go. That's so true. It's partly why I live out in the country is I find that with the work I do and some of the heavy duty people I counsel on health and, uh, you know, facilitate changes with them on health. I'm like, you know, people who are like possibly on death's door and then they're, you know, to yeah. be able to work with people on that level. Like if I, if I'm not surrounded by trees, I think I would go loony for real. So yeah. <laughs> thus I am surrounded by my forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it, not, and like, you know why it's not that expensive to live in a forest guys. If you're like, she's just rich. Well, you can judge me that way. Or you can just be like, Hey, where can I get a forest? Um, you can find a trail because <laughs> I, yeah, and there are trails in my forest, but there, there's also a rejuvenating of sexual energy that happens in nature. With yeah. nature, there's like no judgment, right? So when you're out there, you're not thinking about, um, you know, is your partner going to find you attractive or, oh, I've got this fat spot, like my husband's thinking about my fat spot. Um, there's mm. not that going on. You're hanging out with a tree who doesn't give a tart. The tar- you know, the tree yeah. is just like contributing to you and you're contributing to the tree uh all's good in the world and your body starts to feel alive again feel connected and then receiving that energy that energy from the earth can be so incredibly orgasmic uh when we let ourselves receive it fully and there i only have about 200 shows about that so definitely go back in the archives and listen to that and there uh, i was thinking about another one that i did um but i can't remember it right now there's something you said in it triggered a memory of a show that I'd done. If I remember it, I'll bring that up again. But uh, I think really, like, I like that, like, taking the time. And I think that's one thing that we forget to do, right? Most people are so overscheduled between their kids' stuff, um, their families, trying to, like, just organize their life and have a life. We've overscheduled ourselves, and in those schedules, we've not included ourselves. So um, with with the fun of being... Go ahead. Oh, um, one thing I noticed recently as well um, is I caught, I, I guess I would say I got called out on it, but, but I also caught myself in it as well, was um, our devices, not it's for obvious reason our devices, you know, need to be, you know, um, I don't know, governed of, in some way, but I find that even TV or devices, iPads and everything, it's like another family member or another bunch of family members in the house. And it's, it's 
it's impossible to be completely present with your family or your, your partner when that thing is in front of you blinging every five seconds. And, and quite often, you know, if, if you're, it's so easy to catch yourself like on, like I go on, I might go on Instagram to post something and then realize 15 minutes later, I didn't post anything and I was just scrolling. Hmm. <laughs> mindlessly scrolling so and your brain is right? yeah your your brain is constantly being sucked away into these other worlds which are not relevant not really relevant and and not really productive right and imagine trying to connect you know or reconnect with your partner in a room when when all this is kind of just going on right and and we're almost going to work i was out walk with my family at park uh, on the weekend and I saw a couple rollerblades. <laughs> they were both hmm. they were both on their phones. Like fully what? using their phones on the rollerblades. <laughs> I don't know how they crashed into anything, but they we they passed us and we thought it was kind of funny. And then like a half an hour later they passed us again and they were still on their phones. Still like, on their completely phones. Completely unaware. Right? <laughs> that's so kinda of devastating, it is, that's really. Massive. Yeah. 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 Totally. And that's I, I like and one thing I find go ahead. Oh yeah, I think that like a lot of um, people that I, I like, I don't live in an area where anybody can rollerblade because our roads are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but we have a lot of old people who walk. Like we've got the people love walking. Farmers love walking. So we've got yeah. all these farmers walking in their fields, and their wives are walking. And what I find beautiful is most of these people are in their 80s, and they don't they don't have their cell phones. And there's there's something about their relationships that is uh, so much more real, you know. Yeah. There's, you know, they can get through struggles together. They can get through joy together. Um, they can, you know, they can just keep choosing each other, which blows my mind because so many of us don't. It's like, well, even like if the sex goes dry, then well, that's over. But these guys can mm -hmm. keep choosing each other, even if the sex went dry. Like twenty years ago, they're like, yeah, but we get along and we have fun and like. I like looking at those guys as an inspiration. Like, look what they're doing. Like, they're enjoying each other. They're being present. They're not distracted, um, and and they're not still holding um, hands. <laughs> as much as they're yeah, they're still holding hands, and they're finding a way to be sexual with each other, even yeah. if maybe the erections aren't working or whatever. And I, I recently did a show about keeping it sexy over sixty, and like my first tip was yeah. take sex off the table. Yeah. play with everything else right and i think that's kind of relevant here too when families are you know just a new family too and you're kind of getting back on track sometimes sex can be a really it can become a pressure it can become an annoyance and if we can kind of even take that off the table temporarily and reconnect like you were saying get present get grounded um and if you guys really want to dare get grounded with each other in the in my weirdest way possible but um, the weirdest way for me to get grounded and the most fast way is to be with your partner and hold their genitals. You will drop into your body so fast you'd be surprised. Um, <laughs> it's also the beginning of some tantric tools, but if just sit yeah. and be present with a person and hold their genitals, I tell you, it's very hard to to not be with them. You're very there, right? So it's partly why I grab people's bums when I see them. I'm like, hi, I'm here. And they're like, whoa, and they get really in their body fast, right? So it's yeah. not just because I like bums, it's because there's a function to it. So for for those couples out there too, like um, maybe have a listen to my keeping it sexy over 60s because there is there are some tips in there that are 
really functional tips about just how to reconnect, like go on those dates, like you were saying, like holding hands, right? Just keeping it simple so that you can be with your partner um, and, and still and learn to like each other in a different way. You don't have the same relationship you had 10 years ago or five years ago or one year ago. You're a different person than you were then. So who are you today? And who is your partner today? And be willing to see your partner in a new, with new eyes and be willing to allow your partner to see you with new eyes. And I think that's where a lot of things go crazy is people try and see their partner the way they saw them when they first met them. And you can't, you're different people. So you got to be willing to see your partner for who they are in that moment. And that's part of being present with people. So um, we're actually going to head to a commercial break because we've been avoiding them so far. <laughs> so we're going to head to our um, first and also second commercial break of the evening here on The Pleasure Zone. You're listening to um, Brian and I talking about can a dad get some sex around here? Um, we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And you might also be listening to it on about 50 other platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify. Oh, geez, you name it. We're on it. We're actually on like literally over 50 different platforms. I think we live stream on 20 and we're podcasted on uh, over 40 or something. It's, I don't know the numbers anymore because honestly it changes every day. 
so very cool. We have an amazing CEO of Inspired Choices Network who's always looking at how to expand our voices. And um, by all means, if you ever feel like having a radio show, connect with her because she will find a way to get you rocking. And it's such a fun way for me to share um, brilliant friends with you and to share my opinions because I have it's not that I have a lot of opinions. I have a lot of information. That's what I have is a lot of information, and you can take it as you like it. I also find it therapeutic, so the more I talk on this show, the less I have to bug my husband, the more it helps our relationship, I find. So um, it's good for me. It's kind of therapeutic, and you guys are my source of therapy. Isn't that wonderful? So <laughs> one of... Um, one of the things that was kind of coming up on uh, the break for me was thinking about something that you said, Brian, that like guys don't really talk to each other about this. So you don't really have a lot of dads just coming into a training session with you going, here, here it is, like balls out. Here's my issue. Uh, it might take some coaxing, right? It might take a little, um, maybe even uh, code words, right? I sometimes get guys who come in with code words and they just look at me and they're like, so I've got this problem. And then their eyes drop down to their crotch. I'm like, right, yeah. erectile dysfunction. Let's talk about it. Does your wife even want to have sex? Sure she does. And you ask the wife and the wife's like, no, no, I don't. And I'm like, hey, wife, how magic are you that you're keeping the erection down? Wow. So... <laughs> There's um, there's some factors that take place that are on an energetic level as well on a physical level, but there are some real valid questions to ask. And I'm wondering, you know, dads out there, if you're not talking to people like me and Brian, who the heck are you talking to? Like, how are you getting some change in your life? And by all means, remember that you can talk to people like me and Brian. And one of the ways that you can find Brian is you can actually find him. He's got a website and you can find him on uh, different social media outlets as well. So uh, you can email him at brian at the domestic athlete.com. You can also find him on his website, which is the domestic athlete.com. And, his information will be on the pleasure zone under the episode, which will be dated um, June 17, 2019 in the podcast. So you can find his information there and you can definitely connect with them um, and follow him on Instagram, of course, if you like. <laughs> and um, do you have any, like, I was actually thinking about this, Brian, and I might just be giving you like an idea that you could start for a program, but what about creating a, gr a group for like five to ten dads who can talk to you like candidly in a group about, you know, maybe how do we, you know, how do they collectively work together on this issue of like getting their sex sex drive back? There's an idea for you. Now you're going to have a new class and you didn't even know it. Yes, I, I actually have been <laughs> cooking up something um, myself. Cool. I, 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 I've started from the fitness realm at first. Um um, taking what I do with with men one on one um, in their training programs and and using the same thing in a group setting. Um, when I do my programming, I, I use intuition as well to prepare the program and and target mm -hmm. not only the physical stuff that's going on, but um, connecting the physical and the the energetic uh, work, and it's getting done at the same time. So. Um, the first part is getting men getting men reconnected with their bodies and and feeling powerful again like i found mm -hmm. i use i use strength training for example almost as a therapy right um you might have men you know 55 plus that probably isn't might not have moved a heavy load 
on a barbell in a long time. And it's amazing when you get him just prepared to do that. And then four to six weeks down the road, he's moving, moving weights he's never moved before. And you can't just walk in there like a flaccid penis and try to move a load. You have to get <laughs> up and hard <laughs> and you got to get alert. I like and that. Focus and I guess see their posture changing. I see them, um, re reconnecting with that source, that powerful source of masculine energy and um, strength training is massive, a uh, massive tool for that. And they don't have to squat 400 pounds to do it. They just need to, they just need to lift what is required to make you feel that way. Right. And um, the other thing is uh, if I get uh, some men that are like being in your head is not going to help you in the bedroom. So, um, nope. I have, I have men who are very, um, they're either very intellectual or they're thinkers that are constantly processing in their heads and stuff. And I found that endurance training is, is a helpful tool to get them out of their heads and in their bodies and present again. And it's also the, cool. if you, if you run a, if you run a five to 10 K, um, you know, pain free, um, at the end, you're very content. You're, you feel taken care of you're, there's nothing sort of left to be considered you just you're just relaxed and that's how you want to be when you when you engage with your family your partner you don't want to be all wound up and 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 up in your head and stuff so i've been paying close attention to how i could program to get men present and and in their grounded in their masculine energy again and um i've had a lot of great feedback with that with with them and and with that you can also I do the Reiki work and I offer some, you know, you know, coaching along with it. Um, we can, we can identify some things that they can um, take back into their lives to consider, whether it be um, how they're managing their stress and their sleep and how that actually resonates or, or could be in conflict with what they're trying to achieve with their partner. Um, there's a lot of different things that, uh, that can come up from the, the, the Reiki sessions when I'm reading things to, to to break down some of those 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 barriers to get them talking right and sometimes it, it really just it, I don't have to provide any specific advice it's just more so getting them to to voice it out and just feel mm-hmm. oh, I finally said it right and then just to say you know it's it's you're not uncommon it's not uncommon what you're saying just so you know just like how you were talking earlier about couples and trying to keep up with each other and stuff we're constantly trying to 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 look like we have it all together <laughs> right and, yeah. and there's so much pressure around that and and to just you know get everyone to like put their swords down <laughs> and go okay like let's just let's just look at what you need to make you feel more fulfilled and make you show up the way you want to show up in the home again right so um yes there is definitely a massive um need for this and and I, I've been spending more time in men's groups lately, um, men's teams, nice. men's groups, men networking groups, and it's amazing. You no, know, because I accidentally got invited to one, and then yes. I was like the only yes. one invited. I was like so honored, and then you guys kicked yeah. me out. I was like, what? The? I still want to go to this. Yeah. I was like, wow, I don't even know how I accidentally got invited. Awesome. I know we were t- we were having conversations online too. Like, how did she get invited? I don't know. She's on my list. I don't know how I got invited. It's kind of funny though that you ended up in there. 
I know. I was like the only yeah, woman that ended up in there. I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm going. Yeah. Fuck, they just kicked me out. <laughs> you're in. So you're in. You're you across. Hang- <laughs> What's that? I can hang. I can hang out with the boys any day. Like I am. Yeah. I've had so many men say to me, "You're so much like a man." I'm like, yes, because I don't actually see myself as a woman so much, which is kind of funny, but. I I don't actually understand gender, honestly. So that's mm-hmm. this is why the funniest thing about talking about sex and sexuality to me is funny because I don't understand the duality of it very well. Like I this is mm-hmm. my exploration of like, um, okay, so we have um this binary sex thing going on. Well we actually have more like more than binary, but uh, primarily we have this binary sex thing going on and it confuses the crap out of me, like men and women and like how did we end up being different? And like, we're all, you know, we're all infinite beings. We're all like basically souls. Like these bodysuits confuse everything. They're so confusing. And can't we just have pleasure for the love of God? Like so confusing, I tell you. But <laughs> there, there's um, also such beauty in the duality too. So yeah. yeah, being like invited to a man's group, I was like, they finally see me for who I am and they see my energetic <laughs> penis for the amazing but <laughs> But apparently, you guys didn't even see my you know, then, super awesome. And then you got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, and then I got kicked out. And then, like, my, and my energy is, like, so fucking awesome that I should actually be a man. <laughs> so, just saying. And tapping it, too. Like, guys who have regular, like, physical penises, tap the energetic penis, too. Because sometimes you've got this, like, energy that you you're having, you're having like, sex, but you're, there's no, like, energy happening, right? So tap your energetic penis, like get that energy going is when you have that going, it becomes freaking irresistible. So um, bring it up and, and have that show up. The uh, There was something that you did said that reminded me of what I'd forgotten that now I remember. Um, you were talking about strength endurance and yeah. um, just great. Uh, I I love that you like know all this really cool stuff about like, bodies and strengthening bodies and having endurance and um that's so it's so like the opposite of my life i mean i like stack wood (laughs) once in a while and go for walks and like my endurance (laughs) is like talking to people for 12 hours um so but the thing that it reminded me of was an episode i did called crotch fit which was actually inspired by all of (laughs) you my friends and it was yeah. <laughs> all of the, like cross strengthening so there are yeah. some amazing tools for actually strengthening for men for like strengthening their penises too and for women for strengthening their vaginas so yeah. that can assist too if you're feeling like weak in that area because you were saying like if you got a strong erection and you can like you can move things that you weren't thinking you could you know all of a sudden um you, your sentence is really cool and i didn't write it down verbatim but it, the essence of it was like you can't move something big if you don't have an erection. Um, but if you have it, you know, you can start moving yeah. like, stuff, right? I'm like, well, that made me actually feel like coming to work out with you because if I'm in a room with guys who have yeah. erections, I'm probably going to be pretty happy about working out. And I just didn't know that was part of the deal, honestly. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been a long time ago. I would drive to Toronto for that. So. <laughs> so. But that's so yeah, exciting. Yeah, it, so, it goes kind of yeah. yeah, it's kind of both ways too. Like the one thing is is with um one thing I've been learning with training females as well is is um say they they have their you know, their first, second, maybe third child and then they get right 
you know, when they're when they get the green light to get back into shape and go start working out again, they might be joining boot camp classes or doing something that just gets them just out and going. And um, but without checking in on reprogramming the abdominal wall and doing all these different things that will get their their core strong again. And they're mm. almost like training all the muscles on the outside. And I found that when yeah. I used to teach CrossFit classes that, and I, I walked out with the skipping ropes and I get this glare mm-hmm. from like half of the women in the class going, you're going to make me skip today. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, you know, then they all, they all run off to the bathroom and stuff. And, uh, I, I found that just including in the, in the beginning stages of a, like a mom getting back into training, just including abdominal wall training and just reconnecting with that part before they start doing all the other stuff. Um, because it's, you know, I've heard them say like, it's, it's hard to feel sexy when you feel like you're just trying to like hold your pee in or something. Right. So, um, those are things that what's funny too, is like on Instagram, like it's, it's not super sexy to put on, you know, this is how you train your abdominal wall that people want to see how you train your six pack and your obliques and all that. Yeah. And you got some guy or girl totally oiled up and ripped and stuff doing the sexy mm-hmm. marketing. And that's all you see in our industry, which drives me crazy sometimes. But yeah, it's not real. You know, the yeah, the thing that they need, they really need is to get get themselves working again from the inside out, right? And um that also carries over into how they're gonna function in the bedroom as well. Absolutely. It changes your for one, working out changes a lot of the hormones in your body and it just brings in mm-hmm. your your entire the entire chemical um, flow of your body changes so that can be an amazing contributing factor to increasing libido for sure and then also for women increasing libido and for men to disperse it sometimes so they're not coming yeah. at you like a fire hose of of love <laughs> great if a yeah. woman can receive it yeah and then like a burden if you can't right so yeah so too for like for dads just like practicing the awareness of where's your partner at and to not take her responses personally, um, like if she's like, I'm tired tonight, she might be legit tired. She could have fed that kid 13 times that day, changed 26 mm-hmm. diapers, did some laundry, um, probably didn't even shower yet, and she's legitimately tired because her body is nonstop pre- you know, creating food or whatever. So Constantly try doing. not to take it personally, right? I think that's a, a really yeah. key thing um, because I think dads start to take it personal, then they withdraw then they stop looking after themselves. Well, well, if my wife doesn't even want to have sex with me, well, what am I even doing, right? And then they just kind of forget about it. And then they yeah. almost come at it with like this angry vengeance. Well, now I'm going to get super sexy. Well, there's a there's a happy balance in there where you're honoring your body, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you can maintain yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where it yeah. kind of, it starts to snowball when resentment builds, anger builds. And and what's funny, I I, I tend to, believe that they they both still want the same thing that, that's the funny thing is is they both want so. the same thing um it's just it's just they might each need something slightly different and you've mentioned the world word we both probably mentioned the word uh, word presence like being present um is probably one of the easiest ways to start you know over and above all the things you can learn in the books Right. And the fancy sex books and stuff is like, just be present with your partner because you, you receive them in a certain way and then you, you, it becomes like a dance. Right. So, um, Mm -hmm. 
that's hard to do sometimes when your power is low, not sleeping well. You've got all kinds of information coming in from devices and all these different things. And, and, uh, you're just, you're just really, you got that one bar left, your life bar left, um, just surviving basically. So <laughs> I've, when I've, when I've chatted with, with, with moms that have, um, new kids, so they're still on, say, mat leave or they're just about to finish their mat leave and they're kind of like at ground zero <laughs> with their energy. Um, yeah. it's, it's really, it's a lot about like finding your power back. One, one friend I had her, um, um, just it's it's actually something you do when you're when you're trying to start your business and trying to get contacts and stuff. It's just like reach out to like three friends that you haven't talked to in a while, you know. And mm-hmm. and and trust me, they might not all they might not all respond to you. That's totally fine. There people are busy and stuff, but just get back out there and interact with with other women and start chatting and just like have like valuable conversations and just kind of get reintegrated again because it's you realize you're not alone. <laughs> right and and not uh, not just sort of like um confined in this in this little world right there's a whole world out there waiting for you and it's and it, and it has more to do than you being a mom to this crying baby right there's there's so yeah. much more right so um i find uh we're just you know at sometimes we're just really compromised and and just don't see it until we're able to find our way back find our power back yeah, so that it's an interesting you've mentioned your power a few times and for people who are listening on the show and you're wondering what does he mean by your power? <laughs> I think that's something that you can like explore. It's actually it can be a very personal thing, right? So for those of yeah. you who are like what is that? How do I what? Like how do I get empowered? Yeah. How do I feel yeah. potent again? Like I don't even know what that means. So ask those questions though like what is power for me? What yeah. does it mean to be powerful and what can I choose or what can I be that will allow me to embody the power I be? And yeah. for everybody, it's absolutely different. And like literally it could be blowing dandelions for you and you're like, oh, yeah, I got this universe. I just spread those dandelions and they are like, woo, like you yeah. never know. It can be that random, right? So. Um, to, or to the point where um, it can also be where you feel so empowered that you feel that sort of confidence when you're walking into a room that you're like, oh, yeah, I got this. And like there's the energy where you are being this, where you're pulling energy to you, where people are turning their heads and you're like, oh, yeah, now I'm my power. This is who I am. I'm the person who um, contributes to people just by being present. Like that's me. That's who I am, right? And when you can be confidently walking into a space knowing who you are, and you're willing to take up space, which I find a lot of people aren't willing to do, and that's when they get disempowered. They're just, they they squash themselves, um, either into a role or into a definition, uh, into expectations and projections from other people, and then they get all squashed. And so one of the things to do is, like, be, be and being present is when you're being super expansive, you're here, you're, you know that you're connected to the world, you know that you have communion with everything, and you can look somebody in the eyes, and you can look them in the eyes for like 10 minutes, and you don't get the heebie-jeebies out of it, because you're present, yeah. you're expansive, you're you, um, and you're not giving you up, right? And that's one of the greatest things, is like, and, and a lot of the, the things that Brian's teaching you with like body movement and energy work too, is like you can become empowered 
Um, and you get these tools so you can walk through life every day and you have extra little things that you can do every day to maintain um, the space that you are, to maintain being present and expansive and connected and in communion with everything at all times, which is um, such a gift. And you'll find that there's such a relief for you, you and your body and for your partner, like the pressure on your partner just disappears. So... We have about two and a half minutes left, Brian, and I want to give them to you to just let people know um, a few things about, um, you know, where they can find you, how they can connect with you. Even though I mentioned it, you can never mention it too often. And yeah. if you have any last words of wisdom you'd like to share with them. Sure. Um, yes. Yeah, so I I actually do my physical sort of face-to-face in-person work uh, north of Toronto, uh, New Market Aurora area. I work out of a, a training studio called Individual Performance. Um, I also work remotely as well. So I've, I've, I've had clients in the U.S. and, you know, other towns. And, um, so I do work, I can do work intuitively and remotely um, through the phone and online as well. So um, I can be reached through both means. Um, I... Uh, one thing you mentioned there that uh, about finding your power is I was having a chat with a friend the other day and um, he was talking about wanting to do speaking events and, and, but he has these low moments where he loses confidence or he's not sure, um, which is a, a symptom of losing power. And I asked him to describe what it's like when you get ready to step out in front of that group. And, and he started talking about things that he did to make him feel better but he didn't say the action. I kept asking him, mm-hmm. what did you do? What did you do? But what did you do to get into that more mm-hmm. optimal state? And he goes, well, I got up out of my chair. I started moving around. I started breathing. So right away, he started describing the physical things he did. Like he started doing some squats. He started opening his chest and mm-hmm. breathing differently. So I think what what my message is that, is that um, our power can be accessed through our bodies. And mm-hmm. and um, the, the 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 easiest way to access it is to just start moving, get into action, start breathing and reconnecting, and then you'll notice that um, optimism starts getting restored and things start coming back. So um, I've been able to do this with people. Um, sometimes I do demos and, and 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 free reads for people, which I'd like to offer anyone who's on who's on the show right now if they want to reach out. Um, through the email or any of my, uh, awesome. my um, other places, I, I can give them a demo. Basically, come to the come to the call um, with something you want to put good energy towards or gain power on, and we can start from there. Thank you for tuning in so to the Pleasure on. Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network.